Welcome to another episode of Get a Room. She's Kristen. And she's Bobby. And this week we have a fun topic to talk about. We're doing, since we're just over halfway through the year, we decided we wanted to do a top five. So this is going to be our top five best of the year. Uh, we decided that we could do choose like a single book or we could do a series or we could do um, one book within a series, whatever, you know, our little heart desired and categorized as one of our top five. So because it's it's our rules and we yeah. don't play by any rules. <laughs> how many speaking of how many books have you read this year? Yeah, so that I, you're sorting these out of. Yeah, so I actually was shocked how little I, I've read this year, because last year I read something like eighty some books, and at mm-hmm. um, you know July thirtieth, I've only read thirty books. That I can. Oh wow! Yeah, so I I had to like that's what I actually did this morning before I did this. It was I was like. I don't even know what I've read this year. And so this is a really good marker for for us to do. I went back through my Kindle, my library apps, both Hoopla and Libby, and um, my physical books and my brain, as much as it could remember. And I went through <laughs> Goodreads and I updated my Goodreads. So I included all of these books within my 2023 red shelf that I made. Um, and it looks like I've only read 30 books and it's really shocking in a way because I wish I've read more. But when I look at my life this year and some of the things that have been going on, it makes sense versus last year. Uh, just work's been busier in different ways. Um, so I've spent more, less time reading and more time focused on some tasks there, um, and what I mean by that is I'm not reading during work <laughs> is when I travel and, and I'm flying or driving, I read or listen to audiobooks. and I've been doing less travel this year. So that is what I mean by that. Um, do you count audiobooks in your, in your, uh, read history? I do. I don't, but no. it's only cause I don't listen to audiobooks. Yeah. You're terrible at audiobooks. <laughs> Yeah, I do count them because they're they're media that I've consumed that is a book. Like, that's all there is to it. So, how many have you read? I am at 49. Yeah, I figured you'd be more than Um, me. However, where I think, I think the split here, one, you've been, work's been a little bit busier, but two, have you been reading longer books? Because I have just been blowing through, like, 200-page romance novels. Yeah, I'd say there's... um... No pun intended. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'd say I've read probably two or three, like, 700 pages plus books. So... Yeah. Yeah. So I would say you probably read more pages than me this year. That would be a... Good. That'd be an interesting um, marker to try and identify, but yeah, I'm not sure. What are you reading currently? Oh, well, I know you finished this one. <laughs> uh, it came out this week. What did it come out on? T- Wednesday. It came uh, out the 26th. On- it the came 26th. out on July 26th. Yeah. So I've been reading uh, Psycho Devils. The Aaron's Story Book 2 by Jasmine Moss. Um, Oh my god. I'm 92% of the way through. I tried so hard (laughs) to finish it before today's show because I know you finished it. It's so good. I'm freaking obsessed with this I couldn't put it down. Yeah. Adulting and chores be damned. I couldn't put the bitch down. Yeah, because I know I texted you on like Friday and you're like, yeah, I'm done, bitch. And I was like, this book's like 700 pages. What are you talking about? You're done. Oh yeah, that was the other thing. Somehow I had convinced myself that all of those page, all of those books were two hundred pages. So I was like, ah, oh, let's be a quick read. Oh, I bet I'm almost done. Oh, I bet. Oh, this is uh you know, taking all my time to like laugh and then reread and like put it down and be like, no, oh, and then like pick it back up. Um, yeah, I didn't realize it was seven hundred pages. Yeah, the <laughs> books. There's such an for seven hundred pages. It's seven hundred pages of 
tangible joy to read. Like it's just, <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. I, I am forever grateful that I have found this series and this specifically the this author. This is one of those series that I never ever want it to end. I could live in this universe forever. Mm -hmm. Um, but at the same time, these characters, like, deserve their ending and some peace and not to live in the psycho realm. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty brutal. Um, for sure. Super, super brutal. <clears throat> so, I agree with you. I don't want it to end, but at the same time, I'm like, these, these bitches need a break. <laughs> I'm already excited for December and the next book, the third book. For Aaron's right. story. Very excited. Not even finished with this one. I'm pumped. I'm ready. I'm here for it. <laughs> I really shouldn't have read this one so fast. Like, we have another six months before the other book comes out. Right? It's like, bah. But. Yeah. I think that's definitely going to be a reread. Because, again, I read through them so fast. Yeah. That I'm pretty sure I'm going to have to go back and reread those. Yeah. It'll be so joyful, though. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> So, I wanted to talk about some book talk drama. <gasps> Do we have a drama meme? I don't know. Probably somewhere. I'll find it. I'll put a it on A little bit screen. of tea? Yeah. Ooh. Yep. So, <laughs> let me grab my notes because <clears throat> I have notes. <laughs> oh, she came prepared to spill the tea. So... There is some concern happening, and honestly, the root of it is it is it falls down to respect and kindness, and some lack of those two things happening. So we know that book talk can be a lot sometimes right because like there's a bunch of women simping over these characters and sometimes the likeness of men are used to uh likeness of real men are used to personify some of these characters in these books that we we've discussed um and i think this is an important discussion to have because Kira Lewis, 75, on TikTok, made a video back in April of um, Alex Winnenberg, who is a player on the Seattle Krakens hockey team. And those of you who do not follow hockey, uh, a couple months ago, uh, the playoffs have for the season wrapped up and the season begins back in October. I'm actually a pretty big hockey fan. Um, I like I love the Krakens because I used to live in Washington and I was really bummed because the year I moved, the year after, the Krakens came to Seattle and um, I, you know, grew up in Michigan. I grew up a Red Wings fan. Um, and so it's just <clears throat> kind of interesting how some of this stuff went down because Kira made this video during the playoff time frame. And there are a couple of facts that need to be highlighted in this discussion. One of them is in regards to Felicia Winberg. She is Alex's wife. She has posted, um, and I should actually go back to Kiera Lewis's video. Her video was just of him in his uniform and off and like kind of just song and dancing to it and making some commentary it was met in good humor as he's a handsome man he could totally be in one of these hockey romances or one of these guys in your hockey romance stuff stuff like that um and i'm a pretty big hockey romance reader because i do love hockey it's my favorite sport so i can understand um the humor and fun in the video. So I'm going to put that as my mark of bias on this conversation. Um, so Felicia publicly posted to her Instagram story. A, um, maybe not her story, but she's posted before on her Instagram calling 
calling her own husband Mr. Panty Dropper and um, Book Talk Wank Bank. I don't know what that. I, I Which can't... we get to say about our own, like your own husband, hundred ten percent, hundred ten percent. So yeah, but but one of the things is is that f- later, um, Felicia posted calling out Kira Lewis. What hap- has happened is is that video game popularity and people from the book talk community started DMing Alex, his wife, and then making comments about their child and posting about their child, Alex and, and Felicia's child. Wait, you mean to tell me that the reclusives of the internet took something way too far, made it weird, and ruined all the fun for all of us? Basically. I'm shocked. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so that is exactly what has happened is... A small group of people have done something I don't agree with, jumped into somebody's DMs and been sexually harassing this gentleman, saying um, unkind things to his wife and talking about his, their family. Um, no, nope, I said. Th- yeah, exactly. Totally fucked that. Kira did not jump in anyone's DMs. She just made a video with using Alex's pictures which, here are some other facts that are important to note. The Krakens flew Kira out to a playoff game and gifted her with a jersey that had book talk on the back. The Krakens also encouraged her to make videos and even was sending and posting stuff to their own page saying, this is for book talk, blah, 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 kind of like hyping it up using book talk clout to... No, they're not hyping anything up. I am so sick of other, like, creators doing this. They're pandering to book talk, right? Yes. Like, when the artists come out and they make these songs that are just for book talk, or these mm-hmm. guys come out and they've never once read a book in their entire life, you can tell by their caption, they can barely read, and they're making videos for book talk. It's it's not hyping it up. It's pandering. Correct. The Krakens were pandering to book talk. Thank you. That is the perfect way to explain this. So, Felicia made this post, and um, I think she was right to speak out and say, like, this is wrong. I do not think that she was correct in singling out one creator and sharing one creator's name. Because there are th- hundreds, there are hundreds of videos of her husband and other accounts and, and fan accounts and simpering accounts that are you. So singling one person out is is frustrating in my eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So the Kraken, as I was saying, like the Kraken has used book talk references and they even... They had their bio for a long time, and I, because I was following the playoffs, like, their page is something that I was checking, and I remember seeing this, um, it, their bio was simply just mostly book talk. It is now changed, and it, it, it says what's cracking. Um, but they also unfollowed Kira. So, oh, the, that's how you know the tea is piping hot. When the followings change, that's that's when you know. Yeah, so it's a big fucking deal on social media for any of our listeners, <coughs> my parents, um, that may not know how you can grade social media drama. When one party unfollows the other party or blocks the other party, that's when you know creme de la creme of yeah. social media drama. Yeah. So I think it's extremely funny that the internet is now calling Kira a sexual harasser. What about all these other women that are in the DM? They're the ones actually sexually harassing. Kira was just making jokes and being playful and I I don't know the exact video because I do believe she has taken it down. Um, but if it's anything like the rest of her content, because I, I, have followed her for a while um and i actually found her because of the playoff 
video of her getting the book talk jersey. I was like, who's this? She got a book talk jersey? I gotta go find it. And I've followed her since then. Um, she's really kind. She, the impression I get from her content is she's kind and she's well-meaning. She even made a video a while back of like how to be be a book talker or like tips to be a book talker. And one of her, her biggest message was about being kind. And like, if you don't like a person's books, move on to the next one. Don't say anything about it. Just move on. They did a lot to put it out there. Move on and talk about what you do like, but be kind to each other. And she says that there's a huge flaw in that in the internet. And now she's in the middle of controversy. So I, you know, that's a little disheartening. And Kira actually reached out to Felicia and, and a, and her DMs and said, I had no idea this was happening. I'm really sorry. I'm happy to take down the videos if you'd like um, or if you are uncomfortable with them. She says some other stuff. You can go to Kira's page and look at this. The, her last few videos, they're kind of covering this topic and explaining what's going on. Um, at least as of today when we're shooting on July 30th, they were there. Um, so I think it's she shares exactly what she said to Felicia. Felicia never responded um, to her directly. And Kira's thing was, if she reached out to her instead of just posting to her story so Felicia's, you know, following could come and just annihilate Felicia, like, if she just reached out and had, a, like, an adult discussion about it with Felicia, like, hey, I think your video kind of sparked what's happening in our family. I want you to be aware of this um, and how it's it's damaging to us and stuff. Could you take down your video to maybe reduce the amount of whatever, like, something? But Felicia never did that. She just kind of called her out straight out on story, shared her name, talked about it, and stuff like that. So, look... Don't get into fucking people's DMs like that. That's disgusting. <laughs> we, we as women... Okay, here we go. Here's my soapbox. Because I live in a man's world, right? We all fucking do. So here's the thing. Don't be like the men that we fucking despise. Don't jump into DMs. Don't try to sabotage a family. Don't fo go simpering and drooling all over this man. Like, do it in your fucking wet dreams, okay? Like, just stop. <laughs> Like, don't be fucking respectful. In Kira's own words, be kind. It's okay to... It's okay to say nice things like, he's a handsome man, he's, a, you know, that. If you have some fantasy, leave it in your mind for your, your wank bank later. Thanks, Felicia, for the term. Um, Just stop. Don't. Don't. Don't tell an author how you don't like their fucking book and how to make it better next time. There's not going to be a next time. They did their job. You leave them the fuck alone. Um, don't, don't, and don't extort this, this book talker and single her out when there's thousands of videos. Be an adult. Reach out. Have a discussion. Um... There's so many things wrong in this situation and, and how it was handled. I think the Kraken were wrong with how they handled it. I think Felicia was wrong. Um, I think, um, you know, Kira is being put in the guillotine for reasons that many other, for other people's atrocities, right? It's like a fucking witch hunt. And now she's the witch. And, you know, she's going to be made an example of. And I think that's bullshit. Because she, but share the names of the women who were in the fucking DM saying the shitty shit. Do that. Oh, yeah. But they're probably like, you probably can't share them. Because now Felicia has a forever gripe against user 458917. Right? Yeah. Or, you know, some other. I mean, if you look You're at social media names, I wish I would have come prepared with a funny name. <laughs> Wait, let me pause and think of a really funny username. Alicia will forever have a gripe with Shaquille Oatmeal. <laughs> she's, she's at war with somebody called Who's Her Daddy. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Harry Poppin. Harry Poppin. So, I just find it very frustrating that, you know... 
one individual is being attacked when there's thousands of content creators making similar stuff about other people. Um, and we're not actually calling out the people who did the wrong thing in the situation. And I don't know, y'all. Just stay the fuck out of people's DMs. Be respectful. Keep scrolling if you don't fucking like something. You don't have to be nasty. Um, and if you do, or if you're obsessed with something and you're overtly liking it, do that in your own time. Don't go crawling into people's DMs to let them know how weird you are. Like, we're all fucking weirdos, okay? But don't be disgusting and, and a shit human. So, I don't know. I'll get off my soapbox now, but... No, no, stay up there. I got questions for you. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That works. Actually, I think it just opens a really broad discussion of, like, what are the DMs for? Right? Mm. Like, in what instance would you direct message or private message another human being? If you're close friends, you're sending memes back and forth... If you're cheating on your spouse, you're sending salacious messages back and forth. Um, But if you don't know the person at all, should you be up in their DMs at all? It's a good question. Yep. If you don't know somebody in real life, should you even be up in their DMs in any capacity? Yeah. That's a good good call. I mean, I... I I think... We need to start having etiquette classes about how to use social media, right? Like, you can't... Just like how you should go to etiquette classes to learn which fork to use, they're going to have a test of, like, okay, here's two messages. Which one are you not allowed to send somebody? Um, If it has any connotation of what you plan to do to their body, don't send it. Don't send that to them. If you don't think that you can comment this on their public page, or in this case, like, on his sports page for the Kraken, if you can't leave this comment under a picture on the Kraken's public page, you should probably not be sending it to his or his wife's direct private messages. Right? Like, let's think through this a little bit. Yeah. Why do you feel the need to be so secretive about what you're sending to a public figure you don't know? Mm-hmm. post it in the comments let us all judge you yeah or don't say it at all those are the etiquette rules of social media if you got something creepy to say say it in the comments where we can all judge you Hmm. i love that i know it just you makes anything you, else on that one no it just makes me all riled <laughs> up it just makes me so angry because i'm like we're fucking up a good thing god damn it just because a small group of people that's how it always goes right fucking up a good thing because people can't control themselves this next topic is gonna get so much worse okay yeah because i had i need you to explain because i don't know (laughs) okay if you would be so kind as to google a picture of army a-r-m-i-e hammer h-a-m-m-e-r i'm not ready i'm so not ready for any of this Hold on. <laughs> I came back being all bossy. Oh, no. Sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. I just need to move some screens around because I wanted, because <clears throat> I'm feeling under the weather. And if I had to cough, I wanted my mute to be up. So I didn't have Google up yet. So ARMY. What am A-R-M-I-E. I doing? A-R-M-I-E. Uh, just Google a picture. ARMY Hammer, right? Yeah, just Google a picture of him just so that we know who we're talking about. I don't know if you want to share it now or put it in later. I'll leave that up to you. I will put it in later. But Okay. But now you know who we're talking about. I know who we're talking about. Okay. Am I supposed to give um, my immediate thoughts on him? This dude. Yes. Okay. Just judge him harshly for his physical appearance. Um His younger self seems more handsome. Without the beard, he has a lot of scruff on his face and a lot of these fixtures, but I think him clean-shaven is better. Um, uh, he's got elemental tattoos. 
uh, two of them that I can see. He's with a lot of pretty women. Um, he looks like a man. <laughs> so this guy, um, I think he played, yeah, he played opposite Hen Henry Cavill. And, um, the man from Uncle, and he's played, like, Prince Charming. Oh, his most notable role was in, um, that social media one about Mark Zuckerberg. He was one of, like, the evil twins. Oh, that... yeah, he was. Yeah. Did he play both the twins? I think so, yeah. I'm on his IMBD page now because the social network, yep social network yeah yeah okay so i just today this is actually a super old story um it started in 2020 the documentary came out in september of 22 and here we are july 30th Kristen just got on the bandwagon um just wait at the train station i'll get there just wait for me um always the last to arrive <laughs> but this guy is, there's a whole documentary about the types of sexual proclivities that he has uh, been famous for. And the reason I bring it up is because every single one of the text messages that he sent these women reads straight out of a dark romance. Oh, whoa. He seems very unsuspecting. For example, I own you. You're mine. You were made for me, kitten. I want you to prove your love to me by letting me tie you up. And then I won't finish that one. Yeah. But where it gets interesting um, is he's actually from, like, his great-great-grandfather. His great-grandfather uh, owned the 11th largest oil and gas company oxyfuel occidental occidental goes by oxy um so he's from a super rich family like one of the richest families in the world uh they are originally from russia and he was named he goes by army but his real name is armand making his full name armand hammer Named after their family crest of the, the arm holding the hammer from Soviet Russia. <clears throat> okay. Okay. <laughs> this is so interesting. <laughs> um, yeah, so the, the violence and degradation of women goes back for generations, right? That much money, there was no rules for this entire family. And so this dude is just up in women's DMs being like, you are the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. I want to own you. And he admits to being a cannibal. And he's like, I will find a doctor that will cut out one of your ribs so that I can barbecue it and eat it. Uh, he carved his initials into one girl. Wait. What? Sorry, I skipped a lot of topics really fast. Which one are you shocked about? <laughs> I all of them. Yeah. This is one of those stories that I was like, oh, um, those dark romances are a little weird now. We're blurring the lines between fiction and reality. Oh my god. <laughs> he admits to being a cannibal? Uh-huh. And wanting he admits to being a cannibal, wanting to eat women. Wanting to, like, eat the ribs. Um, he also admitted that he wants to cut off a woman's buttocks, have her grill it, and then feed it to her. Her own butt. Why is he free? <laughs> he should be institutionalized. She's got too much money. There's no charges brought up on him. Um, and after all of this... There's, you know how the internet gets. If your story is any inclination of people going a little off the rails, right? Taking a story and really running with it. Um, there's now some people that are thinking he might be a serial killer. 
And they're yeah. trying to, like, track his whereabouts with missing people. Yeah, good call. Allegedly. Good Let me go back and say... Allegedly. Allegedly. He may or may not be a serial killer. They are the There's smartest no... group of people. Yeah. And consider, out of all the serial killers we've caught, we've only caught the dumb and the poor ones. Oof. Oof. Oh my god. Yeah. You've only caught the ones that are too dumb and got caught and too poor and couldn't pay off the police to just sweep it under the rugs. Yeah, see, okay, I just want to... Multiple rugs for multiple bodies. Yeah, I want to... I like a dark romance. Let Let me start saying that. None of the dark romances I read go beyond the, uh, you're mine, I want to own you, a little biting so someone visually can see that you're somebody else's. Never have they ever gone to cannibalism or, like, (laughs) that deep of aggression and potential mutilation. Um, Yeah. Oh, my God. I had no idea. That is wild. Yeah. And his aunt wrote a tell-all book. Uh, the oh. curse of my surviving my birthright of living in the Hammer family. That's what I'm now, doing. all of that's super interesting, right? Yeah. In and of itself. What's more interesting is the hundreds of thousands of women that have come out to say it's all fake. He's not actually like that. He doesn't have those proclivities. He doesn't abuse his power or his money. These women are all liars. Okay. The text messages the text messages are fake. The DMs from his account with the little blue check mark is fake. The videos that he's posting to his own social media account, fake. He posts to his own social media saying some of this stuff? Uh no. Those videos are him driving, drinking. Doing hard drugs. The ones he's posting. Is he, the ones he's posting. Because he's above the law. His family has bought everything their entire lives and have never been held accountable for anything they've ever done. <clears throat> so the Hammer family is so, part of one of the elite families of the world. Somebody asked his grandfather, his great-grandfather, I can't remember. They asked him... Hey, man, why don't you just run for president? Why don't you just be president? He said there's not enough power in that position. There's more power just buying politicians. I mean, he's not wrong, but that's fucked up. <laughs> just, I mean, he's not wrong. Yeah. So, that was a little uncomfy, right? If you love a dark romance, it kind of blurs the lines between fiction and reality. <laughs> a little uncomfy? I am, like, nauseous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's all, it's, I, I shit you not. It is every single thing that you read in a dark romance is what this guy is doing. The biting, the text messages, the showing up at somebody's location like a fucking stalker because they don't want to see him anymore and he's going to win their love back. It's all of that. It is its own dark romance novel to a T, except that when he's done, he just discards these women and starts over every three months. Like clockwork. So he is named after his great-grandfather, who was Armin Hammered, was the American business manager and owner most closely associated with the Occidental Petroleum, a company he ran from 1957 until his death in um, 1990. Uh, he is Lenin's chosen capitalist by the press. He was also known for his art collection and his close ties to the Soviet Union. Um, he was. They left the Soviet Union because they couldn't make enough money under the communist regime. Regime. Yeah, so he, this this must be grandpa, not great grandpa, who left the Soviet Union because this this Archie Hammond was born in 1898 in New York. 
four generations. So yeah, so this I couldn't remember be... if it was his great grandfather or his grandfather. It's probably his great grandfather. So and I googled surviving yeah, just, my yeah. birthright, and the paperback on Amazon is ninety five dollars. Um. <gasps> Nuh-uh. Yeah, which is so bizarre. By, by Casey Hammer? By Casey Hammer. And then you can get it for free with a Bar- Barnes & Noble's audiobook subscription or pay $5 on Barnes & Noble. What a f- juxtaposition there. It's on Audible for $17. Mm-hmm. Holy crap. How weird. And bizarre. I'm surprised. I don't know if you have to read it. There's a three-part docu-series. Uh, Discover an HBO or HBO. That's so interesting. Yeah, I would do the doc. Yeah. I would probably do a docu-series, perhaps. Um, it, it derailed my whole morning. <laughs> you just derailed my fucking mental state. But yeah, he plays both twins in the... Um, Zuckerberg, the social network. Yeah. Those oh, and red he's flags the Lone Ranger. So in cute. the oh, that's so crazy. I've seen that movie. What were you saying? Sorry. Um. Actually, a lot of his movies have all bombed at the box office, which is kind of funny. Hmm. Um, oh, I was saying it's, uh, kind of funny how, like, in real life, those red flags and all those behaviors just aren't so cute in real mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. Leave, leave it, leave it in the books, ladies. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Anyways, that was a lot of drama in an hour, 20 minutes. How long have we been on here? <laughs> 38 minutes. <clears throat> that was a lot, man. That was some of our uh, most dramatic series yet. Yeah, that was a lot. <laughs> All right, should we decompress with yeah. our top five of this year? Yes, we <laughs> shall. Kristen's top five favorite books from the year of 2023. Um. Uh... Like I said, I'm sitting at about 49 books so far this year, so this is the top five out of 49. Number one on the list, I was going to, originally these were in no particular order, but now that I look at them, they're in a fairly particular order. <laughs> Number one, Haunting Adeline. I, but not the whole count cat and mouse duo, just the first one. The second book was way too much, way too over the line. Too much no thank you in that book. The first one was freaking excellent, though. Right? Kept me on the edge of my seat every time you're like, there's no way. Oh my god, he did it. Um, That one was absolutely fantastic. I loved it so much. Um, But it is a dark romance, so it is uh, very dark-themed and very violent and aggressive. Um, The next one is Tangled in Tinsel, which is the exact opposite. Haunting Adeline, super light, super fun-hearted, super fun, super light-hearted. Just a great overall quick little read by Trelina Pucci, just absolutely fantastic. Um, So the next one I picked was the Mindfuck series. Um, All five books were absolutely fantastic, so I selected that whole series as my number three. It's a great little bit about a femme fatale. I think it's written in, like, a Criminal Minds delivery style. Um, Talking about the unsub, talking about the psychology behind their unsub and stuff like that. The only thing is... I didn't like the ending, but I won't say any more than that. (laughs) (laughs) The rest of it was great up until, like, the last chapter. Endings are hard, though. Endings are hard. We both have this one on our list. I think this might be the only samesies one that we have. Psycho Shifters is and the whole series. There's mm-hmm. not one that you could pick out. Mm-hmm. I love 
the humor. I love the female characters are just like struggling through life with a sense of humor. I mean, who's not struggling through life leaning on their sense of humor, right? <laughs> and number five on this list was You Can Follow Me. This was a great little, uh, quick little romance novel. A girl gets kidnapped by a bunch of Navy SEALs and they go off to live in the woods together. Um, it's going to be a three-part a trilogy. Um, the second one wasn't super great but i think she can depending on where the third one goes that might become a favorite series but definitely the first one the first one was fantastic and because i couldn't keep it at five i do have a runner-up are we allowed we're doing runner-ups you can do a runner-up because you did one i did one so it worked out oh perfect we both couldn't keep it to five runner-up was the dolls and douchebag series um, right now I think it's like four or five books, and it's it's a super interesting read, except for that I keep remembering that they're 18 and not like grown adults. So mm -hmm. it's really weird to have like a mafia setting with gang like gangs and bikers and the dark triad at like 18. So that's a little weird. Mm -hmm. But still super interesting. So I read 30 books this year, as I said in the beginning of the episode, and these are my top five with an honorable mention. This was surprisingly easy um, to pick out because there's just been some really good standout reads this year. And I'm going to start with a book that a lot of people have read. And it is Crescent City. The I believe I've read book one and two both this year, if I'm remembering correctly. Crescent City 1, House of Sky and Breath, may have been a straddle of the year, like started at the end of last year and brought into January, if I'm remembering correctly. And then I read number two. Um... Of the SJM books, and I, I don't put this at number one because it's SJM and it's part of this world, that it's it's strictly because of the characters, and mainly because I fucking love Bryce, the main character. She is my favorite um, main character that I have read this year, and I love it because she hates evil, but she will murder the planet for the innocent and the unpowerful. And that is the only badass main character energy and vibes that I need in my life right now. Like, I just am so much on the vibe of be kind, do good for others who have less, and stand up for what's right. And so, like, Bryce is my bitch. She is my homegirl. I want to be your best friend. So that is why Crescent City is my number one for the year so far. So, not because SJM masochist, it's because I love Bryce. <laughs> um, number two is Blade of Demons. This is a very unique and interesting world. It is um, about vampires. It's a super, super slow burn, so Kristen would hate it. I love it. Uh, there's three books out. Um, I am on reading the third book, I think. Um, it's been waiting for me in my Kindle. I need to read it. Uh, and if it's not waiting for me, it's it's pre-ordered for when it comes out. I can't remember because it's been a minute. But Blade of Demons is actually the second book in the series. And I loved the first book and I adored the second book and this, so the second book has made the list for this year for top five so far. Next is the Psycho Shiffers, a Cruel Shiffer series. The five books that are currently out. Guaranteed the sixth book as well. I'm just already going to give it grouped in. It's probably fantastic. Sadie and um, Aaron, we love a brutally honest openly mentally deranged strong female <laughs> okay that's all i'm saying i i cannot handle how much 
I love these two women. They give, they are best friends. They are the best friend energy that I aspire in my life, going through trials and tribulations and just doing it with all the humor, but also the the derangedness of life. <laughs> Next, we have Not So Lucky. The spit scene got me. It got me. <laughs> That is all. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. But it made my top five. Because the true audacity of writing that scene, I was just, like, weirdly here for in the context of the story. Let me say that. In the context of the story, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Next, I could not... I'm surprised this is number five, but the Medici manuscript, um, the the Glass Library book one by C.J. Archer. We all know that if this was a list of the top five authors, C.J. Archer is my number one. There's no questions asked, never will be. Um, I just have so many questions about where this series <laughs> is going and I cannot wait Um I believe the next one is also coming out in December, so December is going to be a good fucking month for reading for your bitch, because <laughs> not only am I getting the six book of Psycho Shifters um, or Psycho Devils, I am getting also another C.J. Archer book, which is just my heart is full already, just thinking about it. My runner-up, Hockey Romance Iced Out. This um this iced out though there's a couple called iced out this is specifically uh the one that is t two male main characters uh dual point of view can't I'm trying to think I can't I can see the author's name let me look up the author's name really quick team uh yeah C E uh Ricky R I C C I Ricky C -E Ricky it is her iced out um. Again, it's a hockey romance. It is rivals to lovers hockey teammates. Um, <laughs> I do love me any form of gay love story. Any form of gay love story. <laughs> and then if you add just like brooding male sports people into it, I'm like, yeah. Yep. And like, I know it's written by a woman, but the whole idea of men having emotions and talking about them and the whole thing about them falling in love with another man and the whole like masculinity thing, like, uh, like, I know it's written by a woman. I, I need to find more <laughs> male gay authors writing, you know, their story about or their stories about their community. I really need to do that. But it's just it's such a good book and it's heartwarming and kind of funny. It's actually really funny. So, just good. Actually, I do have a quick request. Speaking of looking for different authors, a quick request of the community. Um, is there, are there, English is hard, are there any books that are dual perspective but written, co-authored by a man and a woman that, like, write each character? That'd be great. I will allow you to DM me the title of that book, or you can just put it in the comments. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yes. But that's what I'm on the hunt for. A good dual POV, but written, co-authored by a man and a woman. Please. That would be wildly cool and fun. Yeah. But that's my top, my top five and my runner-up honorable <laughs> mention. I mean, you can't get any better out of the 30 books that I read and I've read quite a bit of like rom-coms this year but I'm such a fantasy person that a lot of my stuff you know I think only two fall outside of the fantasy realm um and fall more <laughs> maybe like a contemporary but um yeah let's be honest not so lucky's a fantasy yeah that's super true <laughs> that's true <laughs> I mean fantasy romance it's a pretty blurred line right 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> I know somebody's going to be up in the comments. No, it is not. There is a clear distinction. That's why they're two different categories. Bet it's a man. Can't change my mind. I was just... <laughs> Pretty much just one category to me. <laughs> I didn't even categorize books so minutely until I learned that people did that when I joined the the internet community of books, like Bookstagram and BookTok. Like, I did not get this. This It was like romance or fantasy or one that had both. Not There's contemporary fantasy. There's... There's like, or contemporary romance, and then there's like all these subcategories. And I'm like, it's the same thing I feel about music. So much crossover. Like, I just, I would love a record store because I, I go to the record store often. Um, I would love a record store that just puts artists in alphabetical order. <laughs> because I'm, Ugh, I'm here for the chaos. I am here. <laughs> For the chaos or rainbow order of whatever color their album is oh god i'd be fucked but like i, I <laughs> just a random order of whenever the record came in first in last in first out first in first out <laughs> i just <laughs> want them in alphabetical order so i can walk in and find exactly what i need but when i have to put them in a category of genre i'm like i just look at the person at the record store i was like can you help me find this and they walk right over to it because they know right and they're good at their job and i'm just sitting there like hey hey i don't know what genre it is i just like the songs <laughs> i'm the same with books i don't know what genre it is i just like the story you know, the other thing, though, is based on the couple of authors that we've interviewed on our show, um, go check out those episodes. I don't know what number they are. Bobby will just write it on the screen for I'll me because she's the and editing genius. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but in, maybe don't tag them. I don't know. Just have people go. Oh, no, I'll take the episodes, um, our episodes, <laughs> oh, and put them in the card thingy. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if that's going to be super nice or not, so maybe don't tag the authors. <laughs> um, <laughs> but... In the interviews that we've done with the authors, they get to just pick their categories. Mm-hmm. Like, they can just say it is whatever trope that they want to say it is, whether it fits into that or not. Or That's whether true. it fits into another one. They don't have to include that if they don't want to. That's they true. just get to be like, yeah, I know he beats her, but it's not a bully romance. Just because the author said it wasn't. Yeah. Anyways, it's all made up. Just read what you like and put it down if it doesn't make you happy. I think I think we need to encourage longer DNFs. Yes. I need to. Longer? More. 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 And then just more DNFs. Your DNF list should be longer. Your <laughs> your DNFs should be longer. <laughs> and your DMs should be non-existent. Get the fuck out of there. Yeah. DMs are not for you. Nope. Well, you can you can DM me, but this is getting confusing because I meant you as in Bobby, not you as an all-encompassing <laughs> other people that aren't me. <laughs> Fair. But we'll be back next week for another episode. Be sure to join us. Get in our room. Be our roommate. And we'll see you next week. <laughs>